Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and I'm so excited for this program today. Um, This program is in its 20 or 21st year. I've been doing media for a long time and always about inspiration, always. I mean, my program is about turning obstacles into opportunities and challenges into solutions, and I have always been a great fan of what we're talking about today. We are talking today about period dramas, why they're so popular, with a certain groups of people, um, who loves them, what's popular, what do we learn from them. So my guests today are twin sisters, Autumn and Amber Topping. They created the Silver Petticoat Review, which you can find online, the Silver Petticoat Review. It is an online site that started out as a hobby blog and has since grown into an extremely large following. Their passion is for great romances through books, television shows, movies, and the list goes on. Their mission is to help people find the most epic love stories by reviewing everyone they can find. Amber is a full-time writer and blogger, while Autumn works full-time on their site and is also a librarian. Both sisters have had a passion for romantic stories since they were little girls. The sisters will discuss how their site got started the great influence the period dramas have on people, how they allow us to escape from the stress of our world and explore new worlds. And we'll also touch on how they engage and satisfy us with archetypal characters and guide us toward exploring new ways of being in a positive way. Welcome, Amber and Autumn Topping. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Yes, great. Mm -hmm, We're excited. Yeah, I was so happy. Yeah, we talked several months ago, and I was, when I found your site, I was so happy because I've really loved, I've really loved period dramas, and somehow I found your site, and I said, oh, great, I've got to contact them. So, all right, let's first talk about the two of you, twin sisters, okay. both loving period dramas. How did all this start for the two of you to work together? It's not always easy for sisters to work together, let alone twin sisters. <laughs> And I, I know because my partner was a twin. Go ahead. I think it actually helps that we're, we're twins because um, we grew up with similar interests. We're very different people with different personalities, but we always had similar interests. And as children, we were really drawn to the same types of imaginative stories. We loved Shirley Temple. We did Shirley Temple impersonations. <laughs> and um, uh, we also were very drawn to stories like Anne of Green Gables and the mm-hmm. spinoff show Avonlea. And I think, and of course, the, the novels that they were based on from Ellen Montgomery. And I think that both Montgomery and Anne of Green Gables really shaped our interest in period dramas and romanticism. Hmm, interesting. And so you just grew up with this. And then how did the blog start now? That was Amber, right? Yes, yes that was Amber. <laughs> that was Amber. All right. So Autumn, how did the how did the blog start and then develop into what you're doing now? Which is a huge following. Yeah, sure. It actually just started out it actually started with a friend as well, not just us. And we were at a Victorian tea room because we love going to have afternoon tea. And we just started talking about all of our interests. And we kind of realized there wasn't that many people talking about the things that we were interested in, like romantic period dramas. There wasn't that much out there back when we first started. There's, there's a ton now. There's a huge resurgence about period dramas, which is exciting. But back then, there wasn't too much and we decided, why don't we write about it? And we always wanted to be writers, and we are always interested in all forms of storytelling. And we just started with, like, a basic basic blog. We created a template. We got a website up and just started putting content up. And it took us, I think, a few years to really find mm. what our voice was. 
But mm-hmm. that's kind of that's kind of where it started. It was just like this romantic idea we had that we were going to talk about all the the love stories and the stories that we loved. Mm, interesting. And Amber, how many listeners or read followers do you have now on your site on Petticoat Silver Petticoat Review? Yes, um, it, we get about um, depending on the month because it's up and down. We get about up to. Over 200,000 sessions a month on our website. And uh, we have thousands of followers that follow our newsletter as well. And, of course, Mm. on social media. Hmm. What do you think is the appeal? Now, you know, I'm going to give you the other side. You know, oh, it's mushy. Oh, it's just romance. (laughs) Oh, they all end up the same. You know, they fight, and then at the end, they end up together. And, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty, and it's, it's not real. It's not real. I'm, I'm giving you the argument now. That's not how I feel at all. <laughs> Go ahead. Answer that. All right, Amber or Autumn. Okay, well, I, I think that kind of goes with our, our idea that we had of being romantic rebels, where we embrace romance, we embrace love stories. We're not embarrassed to like love stories because, I mean, they're, they're entertaining. They're, they make you feel good. I mean, not everything has to have a happy ending, but it just, you know, there's just something about, you know, Mr. Darcy showing up and saving Elizabeth Bennett's family from ruin that just, you know, kind of gets you excited. You, you can you can look for that yeah. touch of the hand or like that, that uh, moldering stare across the room and, and, and just, and like it. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I printed this out. You had this on one of your websites. You had this, and people can find this. You have Be a Romantic Rebel. So people who are in, who really love period dramas, often have these characteristics. And I read these to a friend of mine, and the friend said, oh, that's you. That's you. So I'm going to read them. I'm going to read them. There's a whole bunch of them, but I love them. Okay, Be a Romantic Rebel. Stay up reading all night a book you love. Meditate. Live the life you imagine. Smile, run barefoot on the grass, swim in the ocean, laugh as loud as you want without shame. Travel as often as you can. Explore the world like you're the doctor's companion. Dream. Look up at the stars. I dream too. <laughs> Look up at the stars. Be a damsel, not in distress, who likes to be saved or imagine being saved from time to time. Watch romantic comedies without guilt. Ask, what would Jane Austen do? Ask, what would Jane Eyre do? Find beauty in the mundane. Enjoy deep conversations. Believe in fairy tales and happy endings, even when life is hard. Seek out kindred spirits wherever you go. Lead. Celebrate old-fashioned romance in stories and in your own life. Embrace cultural diversity. Go on daily walks. Have empathy. Connect with nature, people, animals, and your true self. Love. Dance. Be a creator. Create art that inspires you. Imaginative stories that move you. And a life that thrills you. I love them. That's what you wrote. I just love yes. them. <laughs> Comments. Go ahead. Everything Everything that we wrote, we believe and try to live by. Um, so that's just who we are as people. And we wanted to share that with others. This message of optimism and that imagination and, and optimism in this world is, is okay. You know, you can live the life that you choose that you want to live, but also by not being a selfish person, but be, by being thinking of other people at the same time. And that's something that's important to us. Right. What do you say when people say, Oh yeah, but you know, life isn't like that. Life isn't a love story with romance. I mean, you know, once you're partnered with a person for a long time, it's not realistic. What do you say to that, both of you? I say personally that it's it's more about the message beneath it, like the what what is the message of a fairy tale? It's not about realism, it's about the message behind it of hope and mm. optimism that mm. You can keep going forward in life no matter how hard it is, and I don't think any of us have an easy life, but we can look forward with optimism and try to make good choices and be the best person that we can be with the circumstances that are given to us. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to have hope. And I think that a lot of these stories, like fairy tales, because I do think there is a fairy tale aspect to 
romantic stories or Jane Austen, you know, there is an element of the fairy tale there. And I think there's this underlying message of hope and optimism. Yeah, which is wonderful. And I want to tell people, if you want to know more and learn more, log on to the website. And it is, is it silverpetticoatreview.com? What is, what's the website? Yes, yes. Silver Pet. And tell us a little bit about what's in the website when they log on. Well, some of what you can find on our website are, you know, we are a review site, so we do have lots of reviews on books, movies, and TV. Um, You can look up different categories like romances by genre. We also have romantic living, which goes hand-in-hand with our romantic manifesto, so we like to throw that in there, too. And Mm. we have a monthly book club that you can follow as well with epic love stories, that you can read every other month. Right now we're doing Little Woman. Great. Um, period dramas, of course. And we even have a period drama review archives where we categorize each of the period dramas that we review into different uh, timelines. So whether it's the Victorian era or even as far back as ancient period dramas or, or even historical fantasies as well, like the most recent Wheel of Time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's interesting because they are coming back. And we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk to Amber and Autumn Topping, who are the creators of the Silver Petticoat Review, all about period dramas. We're going to talk to them about why the resurgence, I mean, they have over 200,000 people on their site. Why the resurgence, you know, what's going on? And also we'll talk about what have been some of the popular period dramas and why. Um, and, and, And I'll talk about some of the favorite ones that I love as well. So you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. And my guests are Amber and Autumn Topping, who were twin sisters, who created the Silver Petticoat Review, which is very much about period dramas. All right. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input too. Listen for Brave Hearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What are the labels that identify us? Who are we and how do we figure out our place in the world? Do we own our narrative? If you were to create your biography today, what would it say about you? Listen for Dropping In with host Diane Dewey, the author of the award-winning memoir, Fixing the Fates. Diane and her guests will give their version of finding themselves. Find out about your authenticity by dropping in every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to the Patricia Raskin show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin show. Hi everyone and we are back. We are back with Amber and Autumn Topping 
twin sisters who created the Silver Petticoat Review, an online site that is focused on romance, period dramas, um, fantasies, through books, television shows, movies, and so on. And their mission is to help people find you know, epic love stories, but also to really understand how period dramas can help us escape from stress that our world has on us and explore new worlds and also understand these archetypal characters and guide us to explore new ways of being. So welcome back, Amber and Autumn. So I'll start with um, Autumn. And then Amber chime in. Why do you think there's been such a resurgence of period dramas today? Well, I think part of the resurgence really came with just the popularity of certain shows. And I think for a while there, I think they were kind of getting a little quiet on the period dramas. There was a little bit less on Masterpiece Theater. And then Downton Abbey (laughs) came out in like 2010. And suddenly it was like, it was such a big hit. It was a shock to everyone, not to me, but it was, I, I think just the nostalgia factor of it, the beautiful costumes, hmm. the romance. I think, I think for a while in media, a lot of love stories just kind of started disappearing. There was less focus on, on love stories and more focus on, and there's still a fo- huge focus on, on like superheroes and action and comedies, but comedies without there actually being a love story, an epic love story. And and Downton Abbey kind of gave all of that Mm. to us. And it it also had excellent storytelling, totally interesting characters upstairs and downstairs. It goes back to the old show, um, but in a contemporary way. So it kind of deals with contemporary issues, but in a time that has since passed, Mm -hmm. we can kind of escape. And it also came after like a huge... I think kind of recession and we could escape into a different time period and, and deal with their problems, which were separate from our own. But at the same time, they're still looking at it through a contemporary lens. So we can still understand it today. And I I think, I think that's part of the appeal. You can escape contemporary times, but at the same time, kind of, uh, empathize with what they're going through because we go through similar human experiences no matter the time period. Yeah. Amber, anything to add to that? Yeah, I completely agree with what she's saying. And I think, of course, back in the 90s, we had the huge Austin mania explosion and the first mania explosion with the wet t-shirt Mr. Darcy, which just exploded period dramas at the time. And then... Uh, it had this huge resurgence, and then it slowed down in um, the t- the mid two thousands, and then had the huge resurgence again with Downton Abbey. And I mm. think part of the appeal and why they're popular is that often in Hollywood they ignore uh, the female audience, and period dramas really speak to a majority female audience. Mm. And Downton Abbey really perfectly captured mm-hmm. that audience that is so often it has been so often ignored in Hollywood and it exploded and I think we're seeing more and more of those stories and we're in Hollywood is finally discovering even just in the last couple years with all of the romantic movies that have been streaming on Netflix or Hallmark or wherever it is that hey there's an audience here for this and don't ignore us you know yeah (laughs) absolutely we're seeing a huge resurgence of that yeah, I have to share this. It's interesting because I there was one series that I was absolutely hooked on for years, and I think it really was a period drama. I'll tell you what it is in a minute. And it came out in the early, let's see, in the nine in nineteen late nineteen nineties. Was an eight year series, and I, I mean, I watched every episode. In fact, I was so involved that I interviewed the star on my radio show several times. And the series I'm talking about is Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman with Jane Seymour. I just, and to me, as you said, it was contemporary and it's, it, all the themes were very, very relevant, whether it was racism or whether it was, um, you know, relationship issues, 
whatever it was or whether it was, um, I mean, just theft. I mean, so many different things that were in that drama. And I'd love to get your comments about that. It's kind of been forgotten a little bit because I think it happened kind of before the resurgence happened. So I'd like you both to talk about Dr. Quinn Medicine Women. I must have interviewed Jane Seymour five times on my program. It was wonderful. Go ahead. Talk to me. Well, 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 we, we actually love, love. Go ahead, go ahead, Adam. <laughs> I was going to say we love Jane Seymour, and we actually wa- watched Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman as kids, and absolutely loved it because to us it was similar in uh, theme and style as like Anna Green Gables and mm. Road to Avonlea. So it had that feel good feel. Still had like the relevant issues that you're talking mm. about, and I mean, and I remember liking the romance even even as a yes. kid I was like totally yeah. totally into it but I mean I think that more people should go back and watch Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman because yeah. it, it, it's a good period drama it's a good family show too it really is and I mean there's a lot with Native Americans and there, there, there's so much in there um, you know with other cultures I mean it's well done the other one I have to tell you that also is very underrated it kind of hit under the radar that someone told me about, and I loved it almost as much as I love Dr. Quinn. And that is From Lark Rise to Candleford. Talk about that yes. one. I'll take this one. Well, <laughs> Lark Rise <laughs> to Candleford, we absolutely love that show. Again, it. it's that small town nostalgic yep. Yep. feel. And I think one of the um, parts that period drama, one of the genres that period drama fans are really drawn to is that British period drama and that small town period drama because it has this idyllic uh, look into another time and it's in a way very romanticized but also still contemporary. It's kind of keeping, you know, true to both. It's both romanticized and contemporary so it can appeal to a modern audience Mm -hmm. but at the same time create this, um, experience of looking into another time, but it's been kind of airbrushed a little bit. You know, it's 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 a little yeah. bit romanticized, but we like that. We yeah, well, we enjoy that the romance and the uplifting stories, and it makes you feel good, and you're happy watching it. And and the writing yeah. is excellent, and the acting yeah, is excellent. Yeah. And Lark Rise the Candleford is one that we always recommend to people who like period mm-hmm. dramas and are looking yeah. for something new to watch. Yeah, the thing and, I love about. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say also. Mr. Bates from Downton Abbey is one yep. of the stars yes. of Lark Rise to Candleford. Yes. So if you like da- if you like Downton Abbey, go back and, yeah. and watch Lark Rise yeah. to Candleford. Well, the thing I loved about the Lark Rise to Candleford that I haven't seen in the other ones is at the end, there was always a, a moral. You know, someone would, and I think it was Laura, in, in the th- who would, in her voice, it would be something that they learned. There was always a moral. There was something, somebody might have been wronged. There might have been, you know, misunderstanding. But it was, you always got the, there was a lesson. And and I watched it with, yeah. with my friend who is, you know, um, a male and very much not into this and really liked it. And I was surprised because, you know, and, but he liked it because he liked he liked the characters. He thought the characters were very interesting. And so I I think that really says something. Yeah. Well, I think that's what a good period drama is. You have to have good characters first. It's yeah. not just about the time period. The characters always come first in the storytelling. And, yeah. and Lark Rise to Cancelford has that same kind of, like, excellent writing as like Dr. Quinn or Road to Avonlea and also has that, that same yeah. feel good feel with, with yeah. the morals at the end. They're very similar to that. Yeah. The, I haven't watched that. I'm going to watch the uh, Avonlea one, the one you mentioned. Oh, you'll and, love um, it. And, you will love it. And what was the other one you said? Um, Anne, was it Annie? Anne, Anne of Green Gables. Gables. Anne of Green Gables. Yes. Yeah. Well, the other one though, that I watched that I don't know if you put it in period drama, it was so compelling. And that is um, a place to call home. That's the Australian yes. drama. Talk about that one. Well, a place well, this to call is an home. underrated, underrated, oh, it's so underrated. Drama. It's an Australian <laughs> period drama. And we've covered it quite extensively on our site. We have an interview with the main actress up on the, on the website for anyone who wants oh, to read that. Great. And there's six seasons of the show, and it went under the radar here in America, but it yes. was a popular show in Australia. But it's a very underrated period drama. Uh, it has a lot of 
mystery. It takes place in the 1950s, and yeah. I believe, and yeah. uh, has such great characterization, and mm. it really is. I do count it as a period drama, even though a lot of the themes are very modern. So there's mm. a lot of modernism in this period drama, but it's still a period drama, and a fabulous story that everybody should check out. I mean, the main character, she's so mysterious and Mm. fascinating and interesting. And she comes into this town and with this family and there's all these secrets Mm -hmm. and you just want to binge watch the whole thing. And it is on Acorn TV. So for anyone who does want to check that out. Now, isn't it based loosely on a two story? It's not actually, it's completely fictional but it does give that feel of making you believe that it could be true, which I think is fascinating, which makes it a really, really intriguing period drama. Yeah, terrific. Well, yeah, because it it goes up without giving away, like, any kind of the ending. You do kind of know what happens to the characters all the way through the end of their lives. So it does have that biographical feel to to the story. Yeah, amazing. Well, we've got two minutes to break. So if there's anything you want to share before we go to break, maybe one of your favorites, and then we have two more segments. So we'll talk a lot about what's popular, what are you hearing from from readers and people who write, you know, write comments on your blog. So, um, all right, Amber and Autumn, what? Just share something. We got a couple minutes. Share something that just you really love, or something you'd like us to know. We got one minute now. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, how about I share one of my absolute all-time favorite period dramas that I still feel is underrated. If you like mysteries, like kind of murder mysteries, but set in the 1920s, I love the fashion and the romance of Miss Fisher's murder mysteries. This is also an Australian period drama, and it's on Acorn TV. And if you haven't seen it, I really, I really recommend that you check it. Out. It's just, it's just so much fun. And Miss Fisher's Miss- cost- costumes are like. Phenomenal and gorgeous, and it's all about the costumes. And you said it's Miss Fisher's Mysteries. Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries on okay. Acorn TV. Okay, and that was Amber, right, or was that Autumn? It was um, Autumn. That was Autumn. <laughs> all right, Amber, what's yours? Quickly. What's My go-to favorite? favorite, obviously, is North and South, the 2004 adaptation. Uh, I think that's the perfect example of perhaps the best period drama of all time. I Everything seen about it. it is perfection. Okay. Truly. I haven't seen it. So now I'm going to watch that. North and South, and the other one is Miss Fisher's Mysteries, Murder Mysteries. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. Now I've added this to my list. So, <laughs> all right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk to Amber and Autumn Topping, who were twin sisters who created the Silver Petticoat Review, which is all about period dramas. And we'll talk about what they're hearing from their readers. What are they saying? And what are some things we want to look out for in 2022 or things that you really want to take a look at? We'll talk about different genres and what might be something you want to look at in these genres of period dramas. There are many genres. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every week for Voices for the New Age with Juno Botan and Steve Sokolow. If you're looking for cutting-edge ways to improve your well-being as well as explore personal growth and empowerment, you won't want to miss a single episode of this show. Along with guests from different professions such as authors, healers, and much more, you'll get an exclusive astrological forecast from Juna and wise leadership tips from Steve. Listen Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. 
Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show Hi, everyone, and we are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. And my guests are Amber and Autumn Topping. They are twin sisters, and they created the Silver Petticoat Review, which is an online site that started out as a hobby blog. And they talk about period dramas. They talk about epic love stories. They have over 200,000 followers. And again, you can log on to Silver Petticoat Review. I happen to be a, a period drama. I don't know if you call me a junkie, but I just love them and they bring me a lot of joy. And so I find that um, I found them and I'm so happy I did. So interesting that they're twin sisters and they do this together. And um, Ad- Amber is a full-time writer and blogger and Autumn works full-time on their site and is also a librarian. So Amber and Autumn, whoever wants to start, we'll start with Amber this time. Talk about what are you hearing from your readers in terms of what they like, what they don't like? What are you hearing? Well, our audience, you know, tend to be Jane Austen fans. So, of course, um, our followers are always looking for the next Jane Austen adaptation or where to watch all the past Jane Austen movies. So Jane Austen is always a consistent, popular topic. Can I just stop you for a second and ask you about Jane Austen? Yes. Tell us what differentiates Jane Austen from other period dramas. What is it about her work? Is it I that think the timeless? She's she's timeless. I think that anybody who watches Jane Austen or reads Jane Austen's novels, and I'm a huge fan of her books, they can appeal to every type of woman. So anyone from any background can read or watch her stories and relate to it or see themselves in a character somewhere. There's this timeless appeal to Jane Austen, and it's not just that she writes these great love stories. She's she's full of social nuance in her stories. She's very witty and ironic, and yeah. there's just this timeless appeal to it. I think everybody can enjoy Jane Austen. I don't think it matters who you are. It's just great storytelling that every story, yeah. romantic story, really ha- is influenced in, by but, in but some a, way or the other. But a lot of her stories have unrequited love. Is that true, yes. where they don't quite get together? Not everyone, but a lot of them. I think that Jane Austen's stories pretty much always end with a happy ending. There's, for the main characters, but certainly uh, some of the stories do have an element of the bittersweet in them. You have Sense and Sensibility, uh, where you have uh, Marianne who falls in love with Willoughby, but, well, he doesn't really, he has his f- flaws and his faults, and so they don't end up together. But then she does get to have a happy ending with Colonel Brandon, who, you know, is one of the greatest romantic heroes ever. But So there is that bittersweet element to it, but there's still that happy ending in the end. So even though there's the, all this social satire in her stories, there's still happy endings to be found in her books, mm. which I think is part of the appeal. Okay. Amber or Autumn, you would like to add to that? Um, well, sure. I was going to talk about Jane Austen. Um, part of her appeal is also the chivalry in the story. Mm. So. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. we're gonna we can talk about Mr. Darcy. My actual favorite romantic hero of her is 
um, Captain Wentworth in Persuasion, and he kind of has that that patience where it's like it's years later and he still loves Anne after all these years, and he writes the most romantic letter that you've ever read in your life and it's just it, it's 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 spoon worthy and we also love that so it's also about the, sh- the chivalry and the story of the gentleman they're these are these are romantic guys mm-hmm. they're they're just so much fun to read about mm-hmm. they're so much fun to watch and i think that's also the appeal of jane austen is 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 the is the men i'll be honest yeah. we like mr darcy for a reason yeah, yeah, fascinating. Okay, anything else you want to share about what your readers are saying? And Our readers um, are very into the romantic period dramas, the British period dramas. There are there's different types of period drama fans, and I think they kind of break down into different types of audiences. There's the period drama fans who are the history buffs. They want to see historical accuracy as much as possible, and then there are the other fans who prefer the romanticized period dramas, the dream of living. So give us examples. Give us give us examples sure. of the historical. Give, when you say these, tell give us an example of those movies or those. Yeah, uh, so a historical, like a historical period drama. Uh, you know, we're looking at things like The Crown. You know, yeah. there's even though the people have been very fictionalized. You know, it's not a, yeah. a true look into these people's lives. It's kind of a guess. But there's this critical, you know, critics like these shows, these movies. There's um, something artistic about them. There's an appeal to historical accuracy. So some people who watch period drama fans really are looking for that. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have a period drama TV show like Rain, uh, which was on the CW, which was almost to the point of being historical fantasy. It was so completely historically inaccurate and Mm -hmm. there are fans of that too and they liked that kind of fun uh, sensational aspect of the story and they didn't expect it to be historically accurate so there are those different types of fans but then you know the ones who i think that many fans though fall into both categories and can appreciate both the romanticized and the realistic period dramas you know, mm-hmm. like uh, Anne with an E, or even A Place to Call Home, which really does kind of have that realistic feel to it. And mm-hmm. then, um, so, but there's those two different types of fans, and they often have different interests, although they sometimes also cross over into each other, which I find interesting. So we have different types of audiences being drawn to those two different types of period dramas. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. What are some of the other... Um, period dramas and I, I, I can't get the voices yet so if that was Amber then Autumn if that was Autumn then Amber <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the last one that was just me Amber okay uh, what are sorry, some of the was, other go ahead what was the question what was some of the other period um, categories of period dramas beside the historical oh, ca- and historical fiction oh there's also um, historical Fantasy, or there could actually be costume dramas, which may not have a time period at all that could enter into, like, fantasy, like uh, uh, The Wheel of Time, which is the most recent one on Amazon Prime with Rosamund, Pri- Rosamund Pike, where it's, it's not quite set in, in our world. But they kind of have, like, a renaissance, they could, might have, like, a renaissance feel or something like that, but it's, it's not quite in our world, like Lord of the Rings. So that's a different category you might see, but it's really more costume drama than period drama because there's Mm -hmm. no literal um, time period. Princess Bride is a good example of that where it feels very renaissance, but it's not Mm -hmm. really quite. (laughs) Well, I I have to ask you because I know people are, are thinking about this. Game of Thrones, which was one of the, you know, highest rated dramas of all time, right? I mean, it was incredible for a lot of people. But you don't consider it a period drama. We have a three minutes. So talk about Game of Thrones and where that fits in. I I think that fits into what I was just talking about, where it's it's an epic fantasy show and it's not set in our world. So it doesn't have like a a time period that we can look into. It was way back when, but it's actually not. It's a created world. So Game of Thrones 
it was still might be popular with people who love costume dramas, who love fantasy and and uh, interesting characters, that kind of thing. I, I I have to be honest that you know Game of Thrones is not my personal um, favorite show of all time. Um. All right. Any any others that are kind of on that um, cusp, if you will. Um. Like between any? period drama and not. Yeah, yeah. I I think a good example of that would be something like Austin Land. It's this popular uh, amongst you know Austin fans romantic comedy, but they're dressed in costume and reenacting the Regency time period or Georgian, and but it still has that period drama feel and appeals to the period drama fans because for the most of the movie they're wearing period drama costumes and pretending like they're in a different time, and. So that I would call, you know, adjacent to period dramas, Movie, yeah. uh, movies like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, and of course, all right, go ahead. I was just saying that for period dramas, and instead of by genre, there's a few different types of genre, but often period drama fans will break down period dramas by time period. So Victorian, Regency, you know, World War One, World War Two post-world were, you know, so there's the different time periods, and that's kind of how you explain uh, the type of period drama it is. So period drama, the latest period drama would be more World War II or after that? Which one? The, uh, I'm talking about um, the latest period drama uh, sort of category. Would that be World War II, the most like up-to-date? World oh, World War II, um, after World War, World War II, yeah. Okay. And then what was the other one you said? I didn't recognize that term. You said Victorian, and then you said another one, and I didn't know that one. Yes, yes. What is that? Regency is what people often uh, think of when they're thinking of the the Jane Austen time, and it's also quite intermixed with the Georgian uh, era. So it's specific eras of time and history, and the period dramas take place during that time. So... When people think of Regency, you, you think of Jane Austen, or even like the new uh, Netflix series Bridgerton. Those are yes. into the Regency time period. So it's near Victorian, sort of. It's it's yeah, a little bit before. Close. Before. Interesting. All right. All right. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Amber and Autumn Topping more about period dramas and, you know, what they see for the future. Do they see new period dramas coming out? What do they think is is going to be in the next few years? Will we always have the old standards or will we have new ones? And what are some of the lessons to be gained from period dramas? You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be back in a minute with Amber and Autumn Topping, who are twin sisters who created the Silver Petticoat Review dedicated to period dramas. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Listen for Go to Health Radio, featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every week for Making Action Happen, hosted by Sarah Blackhurst and Brian McCain. 
The program takes you inside Action 22, a Colorado-based community outreach organization established in 1999. The show focuses on public policies, both politically driven or not, which have ongoing and immediate impact on the Colorado community and the world. It doesn't matter where you are, you can make action happen. Listen Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 1 p.m. Mountain Time on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. And my guests are Amber and Autumn Topping. They are twin sisters who created the Silver Petticoat Review, which is an online site that started out as a hobby and has grown into an extremely large following of over 200,000 people. They have passion for great romances, but also for period dramas. And Amber is a full-time writer and blogger, and Autumn works full-time on their site and is also a librarian. And period dramas really help us escape from the stress of our world, but it also helps us understand understand archetypal types and characters and guides us to explore new ways of being. All right, so welcome back, Amber and Autumn. So my question is, what do you both see for the future? Okay, let's start with um, who'd like to start, Amber or Autumn? Sure, I can go. Amber, okay. Uh, For the future, I see obviously some upcoming period dramas that uh, fans can look forward to is the new season of Sanditon, which was rescued by fans. So season two will be coming soon in March. And there's going to be the adaptation of Around the World in 80 Days, starring one of our favorites, David Tennant from Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be exciting. That's going to be in January. And so, of course, what most Drama fans are going to be really excited about is the Gilded Age, from the same writer as, of Downton Abbey, and it's coming in January. Oh, so oh really? Where place. is it coming? Yes. Where will it be? It's, it's, it's going to be on HBO Max, and it's on uh, premiering later in January, and it's going to take place in America. So it's going to actually be an American period drama, but written by uh, Julian Fellows of Oh. from Downton Abbey, and that's going to be brilliant. <laughs> he wrote another one that I watched that I love. Now, you would remember, it only had like four or five. What was the name of it? There was another Belgravia? one recently. Belgravia. Yes. yes, Belgravia was very, very good. So, um, yes. yeah. Yes. All right, so he wrote this one, and this is going to be, well, how many seasons, or do we know? We, we don't, don't know yet. <laughs> It'll depend on its popularity, I suppose, but it's, okay. yeah, it's, Going to print it soon. It has a great 20, cast. So 2022, January, because this, this show is evergreen, so people may listen to this in a year and hear this. So January 2022 yes. will be, what's the name of the show, please? The Gilded Age. Oh, wow. Oh, I can't. We're I'm excited. Watch that for sure. Yes, absolutely. All right. And then looking to the future, I think because of shows, the popularity of shows like Bridgerton, we're going to be seeing more and more adaptations from books, uh, period drama adaptations. I think we're going to see more romance shows in general because they've proven to be popular. But I also think we're going to be getting more Jane Austen adaptations. We have the new Persuasion coming out next year. And, and not just the British adaptations that we're all used to of, of classic novels, you know, Jane Austen or Jane Eyre or any of these popular ones. I think we're going to be seeing more of those. Uh, in actual film films, so more feature films of Jane Austen, I think we'll be seeing in the future. Is that that's just my guess theory? But persuasions first. Oh, that's incredible! Great. All right, what would you like our listeners to gain from this? I mean, what what's your message? What's your message? I think our message is is again to go back to our romantic manifesto to, to just enjoy the stories, live the life that you imagine. Um, 
enjoy the stories you like without shame. Um, have fun, you know, enjoy the life you're living and celebrate old fashioned romance in stories. And we're going to keep promoting them and hopefully you'll um, keep coming and checking out what we're recommending to you. Which is really great. Tell us about your blog again, please, and your website. Yep, our our blog is the Silver Petticoat Review, and our tagline, if you will, is romance that entertains and inspires. So we want this to be, it's not just of the romance genre, it's love stories, you know, in, in all genres, from all genres of storytelling. And so we like to talk about love stories and from film, from television, um, from books, even from theater. We sometimes do cover theater too and we have the opportunity. So all kinds of storytelling, but then also we like to talk about romantic living and what that means in a contemporary world and how it's okay to be an empathetic, imaginative person with optimism in this world and how can we make a difference in this world? I think that that's something that's important to us. What what choices do we make in our own life to help make the world a better place? And I think that's really what we're kind of trying to share with romantic living, a, yeah. a kind of more optimistic, hopeful way of looking at the world and not a cynical way of looking at the world because we're not cynical people. And we kind of hope to spread that message of optimism. And I think that storytelling, and we we talk about Jane Austen a lot. Maybe we relate to Jane Austen, but um, that Jane Austen wrote stories that changed the world. And we believe that mm. stories can change the world. Mm-hmm. That they can, you can, that they can make a difference. That reading yeah. through other like, people's perspectives or seeing other people's lives, whether it's in different time periods or people with completely different circumstances or beliefs than your own, you can grow to have empathy for that person or for other Mm -hmm. people in general. And we think that that's a powerful message that empathy and, you know, storytelling can change the world. Thank you, both. I mean, it's just been such an honor and a pleasure to have both of you on this program. I, I really thank you, Amber and Autumn Topping, for really making a difference in the world by sharing your reviews and your information with people and letting them know about positive stories and not that we don't have struggle, but that we can turn our problems into solutions, which is what you're talking about. So, and that people can log on to, I think you said, um, silverpetticoatreview.com. All right. All right. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for having us. That was wonderful. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. You can find me, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources on Facebook. And if you'd like to be on my newsletter list so you can see all the great guests coming on, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. And if you're thinking of creating a podcast, I can help you do that since I've interviewed about 5,000 people in my four decades of doing this work. So would love to hear from you in any case. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Show. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.